what you said earlier, um, ask yourself if the familiar is serving you or not. Well, I feel that the answer is not black and white, yes or no. In some respect, it is serving me, and in other respect, it's not. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> how do you make a decision? Um, I okay. like to bring everything to the present. So, of course, if something is, maybe parts of it is serving me and parts of it are not, then it might be even time to carve that thing out and drop the parts which are not and keep the parts which are. Now, you can't do that with a person. So, if it's not a thing, if it's a person... And some parts of that person is serving you, some parts it's not. And you will have to gauge and weigh for yourself the parts which it is serving you for. Is it also demanding anything in return? What is the cost profit analysis? Here, here's my accountant. Any Anybody else who is an accountant here? So in that moment, you will have to see what is getting invested in that and is it giving you an appropriate return. Would you invest in something that is not giving you at least a proportionate return, if not a profit? Would you invest in something? You would go bankrupt very quickly, yes? Energetically, we're the same. Things which are familiar and yet serving, you have to continue to check on it. Keep checking on your investments. Is it still valid in, in my present moment? Because you are growing. Those of you coming to this room are growing at a very fast pace. Yes? Have you acknowledged that at least? Which means you are not at the same place as compared to or comparatively or in relationship to other people in your life. Mm -hmm. They might be growing, but they're probably growing at a very slow pace. So their pre-old environment is still serving them much more than it might be to you. So anyone, anybody who's on a spiritual internal journey, you will have to be prepared to very quickly shift your landscape and be okay to let go of what needs to be let go and okay to step in what needs to be stepped in without making it too much of an emotional drama. That's our problem. Anybody into Black Mirror? It's a really dark scientific show. Um, I don't know. I usually don't watch it, but Peter put it on yesterday. So it's very high tech. It's all based on present day. Some of you are nodding your head, so you're it's familiar so with it. I, I saw first couple of episodes. I'm like, I mean, it's brilliant. It's it's it. really brilliant, but it is dark. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, he put on this episode, but it wasn't as dark. But it was interesting. And the whole episode was about this gamer who had developed this game. But in the real world, he was a complete nerd and people just kind of laugh at him or ignore him. And he's very, um, uh, has very low self-esteem and so on and so forth. But because he's brilliant, he's figured out how to use the DNA of certain people and create their 
clones in a parallel universe in a game which is just his creation he only has the rights to it no one else has the right to that program now that boggles the mind a little bit but literally what they're depicting is us in creation science is getting pretty close to this whole system that we are a part of and so the people in the game are trapped and they are they can get out they have to do the bidding of this one person and he's played it on the old star trek model and he's like captain and he does you know he wants praise for everything he does blah 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 very juvenile but anyways the fear of the people trapped in there is that yeah we could take the spacecraft and smash it against some galaxy but doesn't matter he has our dna in the fridge and he can keep recreating us right and there's this whole emotional drama going on yeah but he cloned my son and he threw him into space and i had to watch that and i'm thinking okay they came pretty close it's almost like the universe has your dna and it can keep repeating you as many times as it wants to until you are done doing what you need to do but it doesn't have the emotional drama attached to it this is making sense if you die a miserable crappy person it doesn't matter you get come back again but the universe is not going oh my god i can't see you like this it's like okay let's start over again redo <laughs> this is hurting your brain it's okay it's all good but like i said science is coming pretty close to thinking like the creator if only we can manage our emotions not everything needs to be an emotional drama letting go of things that don't serve you doesn't need to be an emotional drama doesn't need to be a guilt trip it just thank you for being and doing what you were here to do i love you appreciate you but my present self needs this you are not bad people are you anyone claims to be a bad person who would hurt anyone intentionally or is cold no so when you make that choice of what's serving you and what's not serving you you will also not do it in coldness you will do it with appreciation when was the last time you brought flowers into your home christmas christmas when was the last time you looked at a flower or maybe paused to smell it okay so when you bring flowers into your home and then they start stinking do you do a whole drama about it before throwing them out into the trash can <laughs> you know they're live things yes they served you at some point yes or no yes 
Do you move on after smelling a rose? Thank you for serving me with your fragrance. But now I have to take the next few steps to get to where I need to be. Or do you stay there? I must stay loyal to this rose who gave me its fragrance at a time that I really needed it. I know when I put it out like this, it sounds really absurd. But do you know that's exactly what you do with things and people and stuff in your world? It's detachment. Loving detachment. Let everything be what it needs to be. It does not exist for you. It has its own destiny. You give yourself way too much credit. <laughs> its existence doesn't depend on you. Its destiny doesn't depend on you. The flower is going to continue to give out fragrance whether you pause to smell it or not. Yes? Or does it get depressed if you don't stop to smell it? I'm so depressed. I was being fragrant for you and you didn't even smell me. Emotional drama. Does it do that? Does it wilt? Does it have to take pills for it? It continues to do what its destiny is for as long as it is destiny and then gets done. You have to do the same thing. You blossom for yourself. You don't do it. Somebody's holding me back because they need me so much right now. I must not grow. I know I like dramatizing things. But if you really look inside, you will find one of these. <laughs> A 20s actress. <laughs> but just being real with yourself and being real with people around you. Give them the honor and the respect of not dragging them along in your own martyrdom ship. Yes? I don't know if that answered, but... but Going back to, what, what do I need? What does my journey need now in the present day? And is that partially serving? And is that costing me more for the partial serving? And then making your choice from there. It's not one size fits all, unfortunately. So it's moment by moment. Good. I was going to mention, following up from last week's talk, um, when you mentioned the sentence in your mind, I had one and I acknowledged it and it went away. Mm. <laughs> it has not came back. Wonderful. So, anyways. Wonderful. So it's, yeah, the inner world is so formless. You will have to give it some form, right? especially if you are in this room. I mean, there's so much happening inside of you, otherwise you won't come here. Because... Tell me what she's talking about from last week. So I think we were talking about the senators. Is that what we're doing? Okay. So we were talking about how, like, there's a whole... Um, Yogi Bhajan would used to say, he says, you have 26 subsidiary personalities within you and more, and then they have their own subsidiaries. So you're a pretty complex person. And any given moment, 
you have all these voices inside of you. Not that you're schizophrenic, but we all are in a way. But there, there are all these opinions about everything inside of you. So I like to view it like, okay, I am the, the queen or the empress of my kingdom. And I have a whole council available to me. Yes? But if one of your counselors has a voice that at some point served you, at some point said, hey, lay low. If you don't lay low, you're going to get hit. Let's say if somebody as a child was in an abusive parental relationship, yeah? In that moment, it served to lay low or you would get hurt, correct? Yes, with me? Did it serve at that point? Okay, so now you've given that counselor so much of your trust that today, where you don't need to lay low, where you do need to stand up, it still keeps giving you the same counsel. Lay low, lay low, or you're going to get hurt, lay low. I mean, here you are, you are the emperor or the empress, and you have to say, okay, thank you for your counsel, but let me also consult with all my other counsels here. Anyone else have a different opinion? Thank you for that opinion too. And let me make the choice about which one I listen to and which one I embody as me, right? That's what we're talking about. So I think it's very useful to give like a form to your inner world. Otherwise you don't even know who's talking. You just continue to get played by something that did serve at some time, but doesn't serve anymore, right?